love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fits show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Wednesday, January 23rd, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to my professional broadcast. Let's see who's here today. There's Drew directly across from me. Why can't that saying, use it or lose it, apply to fat? I'm not using it, but I'm not losing it either. Right. And why is it once you, once you hit like a certain age, it starts more of it starts, you know, accumulating? wanting to accumulate. Around. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, right over there is Bethany the Mouth from the South. Wouldn't have anything to do with, you know, I don't know, your your physical movement, right? <laughs> Banish the thought. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people in general. <laughs> oh, okay. And boy, is he glad he turned down that Oscar hosting gig. Our host, The Fitz. I'm actually still trying to reach out to him. I'm still volunteering myself. <laughs> me, 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 me. Yeah, I've even said, I'll do it for free. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let, let's uh, let's slowly get into the show today. A special warm-up jam to kind of ease us in just a little bit to Wednesday. Remember when Slash created this beautiful riff right here? One of the greatest. There you go. Feel some guns and roses. We're warming up. Take a selfie right now. What's up? Take a selfie. Post it on my page. Facebook.com slash follow fits. A warm-up jam. Selfie. Again, Facebook.com slash follow fits. Where are you right now? Wonder if Slash is still wearing that top hat. You think he's still wearing the top hat? I think it's glued to his head. Uh, let's see what's on the docket for today. We got a busy show today. Anything in particular that you guys want to talk about well, today? I assume we're going to talk about all the Oscar nods. That's been a big topic everywhere. Okay. Uh, Bethany, what about you? What do you want to talk about today? Not the Oscars. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the Oscars. I want to talk about the. I heard that Bradley Cooper got left out of the Oscars, he right? He did. He for got best snubbed. Director, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that the uh, early Vegas odds makers, they got the Patriots by a two and a half point favorite in the Super Bowl. I think that's pretty. As far as winning? that That's a pretty conservative start. You know, they always start the bet somewhere, if you don't know how it works. And as the money starts coming in, it moves that line a little bit. They see right. where people are putting the money. And it's really all about them making money. <laughs> they have to, you sure. know, they have to hedge their bet, so to say, you know, so to speak, to keep themselves uh, on the winning side of it. But we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't think it's going to move a whole lot. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think Brady. I think Brady's going to take this home. I'm seeing tons of memes, Forrest Gump memes that are all right. just like that. We were all Rams fans. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. All right, uh, welcome to the Wednesday show. Stand by. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day in just a little bit. Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. Fitz happens live. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I barely made it back from the potty. I'm I'm glad I'm here. Didn't want to miss the what are you kidding me stories because they wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> Just be us staring well, at each other. You know what? These stories have to be told. Someone has got to report the news that did not make the news as I kick it off now with a special consumer watch. It don't smell like chicken. KFC is giving away candles that smell like gravy. Now, remember over the holidays, mm. KFC, we talked about during the What Are You Kidding Me stories, KFC was giving away like uh, logs. You could buy them. Yule logs that you could away. put them in your fireplace. You could buy them and they smell like chicken. You cook them, put them in the fireplace and it smells like chicken this throughout is, your house. They're genius. They're, because oh, yes. they say your sense of smell is the most close. It, it's the fastest wow. link to your memory, to your feelings. So... By they're they're coming at you from your olfactory sense. They're coming at you from smells. It's genius. They're gonna get everyone hooked on KFC, and it's gonna like sort of uh, uh, subliminally make you want to drive to your nearest KFC and just buy a big old bucket of chicken, absolutely, and gravy. How could you sit there and smell a gravy scented candle and not want? To? I wouldn't want to light a gravy scented candle. Ah, oh, well, you haven't lived. <laughs> Maybe for right now they are only in the UK and. Uh, there's not very many of them, but but anyway, I think I, I think we have exclusive audio. Do we have audio of this? We sure do. <laughs> well, let's see what this is. I'm sure it's it's going to be a big one. Breathe in the soothing aroma of KFC gravy. It's all gravy, baby. <laughs> oh, we got we have to save that clip. <laughs> I just remembered something. Yeah. The British are crazy for KFC. Do you remember the chicken shortage? Oh, my God, About yes. About a year and a half ago, and the it, whole island went nuts. You're right. There was a chicken shortage in uh, in England, They were right? rioting in the streets because KFC's all yes, shut down. Yes, they do love KFC. If we ever wanted to take over England, like, you know, we could go and just stop all the chicken. Yeah. Pull the colonel. Yeah. We ought, uh, we ought to open a Chick-fil-A in the UK. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. Right next to Big Ben. <laughs> It's it like that huge. song, Chick Fil A in the UK. <laughs> I think it was the Chick Fil A in the UK. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? A very special what the f- Florida story right now. The blood moon. There was a cop in West Palm Beach, Florida, just days ago. Accidentally ran over two people lying in the road. To watch the lunar eclipse last Sunday night. Yeah, they're just laying in the middle of the road to watch it, get a good view, and a cop ran them over. This looks like a good spot, honey. Alternately titled, Stupid's What's Got You There, because laying in the road is just stupid. This really should have been a Stupid's What Got You There. But uh, anyway, they were both treated for uh, uh, some serious injuries. Uh, The cop has been put on administrative leave. I mean, what did the cop do? He just ran him over while people were laying in the road looking at the blood moon. Yeah, I mean, yes, he's supposed to be alert while he's driving, but we don't know the conditions. They could have been at the back of a blind turn. It could have been totally dark. Yeah. Well, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now, if you don't mind. 
A West Palm Beach police officer is on administrative leave after hitting two people lying in the road. Officials say they think the victims were at the park to watch and photograph the lunar eclipse. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Kathy and uh, Hoda Lee, or what's your, what's your name? Kathy Lee and Hoda. <laughs> well, just Hoda Drew now. Drew knows. Hoda Lee. <laughs> Nobody does it like Hoda, Hoda Lee. Lee. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You, yeah, Drew loves to stay at home and that's watch That's like three day. different identities in one. Mm-hmm. Sarah Lee, because that's the song. Hoda and Kathy Lee. That's right. And there you go, you got the... What are, are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. You're listening to The Fit Show. All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. If you like Twitter, you can find me on Twitter. I love Twitter. Two words, follow Fitz. That's with a Z. Two words on Twitter. That is follow Fitz. Um, I want us all to uh, get in my time capsule for just a moment, if you don't mind. Anybody ever go back in time? Not yet. Well, you're about to uh, here. Let's everybody jump in. All right. I'm gonna crank up some of this heat. We're about to travel through time. I'm gonna take you folks to Super Bowl 36, February 3rd, 2002. Hey, Bethany, I need you to provide provide some uh, time machine sound effects if you can. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Oh, looky here, folks. Here we are. Look at this. It's 2002. Oh, I thought uh, that was just it turning on. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then I wonder what what the sound of the time machine actually sounds like. I don't know what is traveling through time sound like. (laughs) You know what? We're there. You just took us there. Thank you. All right, so uh, where are we? We're, we're at Super Bowl 36, February 3rd. We're at February 3rd, 2002. It was a cold day at Lambeau Field. Actually, it wasn't. That was Tom Brady. That's when Tom Brady made his first appearance in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And none of these things were part of our vocabulary. Ooh. For example, iPhone. Right. The iPhone was, was four years away at that point. Yes. Four years. We hey, wouldn't know. Real quick, what is the difference in age between Tom Brady and, and the, the quarterback for the uh, for the Saints? It oh, is, sorry. I mean the Rams. It is 17 years and like 200 days or something. It's, it's, a, it's the largest age deficit ever for starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Crazy. Uh, again, things that didn't exist when Tom Brady made his first Super Bowl appearance. Facebook. YouTube. MySpace. Instagram, Tesla, Spotify, wow, Skype, Twitter, Gmail, Uber, things that did not Wait. exist when Tom Brady made his first Super Bowl appearance. There was no Gmail in, in no Gmail. 03? That's that's shocking. A couple of those are surprising. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised there wasn't a MySpace. Hadn't that happened yet? No. Yeah, I think, yeah. By 2003, MySpace has happened. No way. No, no. It was it was like 2004, 2005. So MySpace had I a remember, really short ride because by 08 is the beginning of the, the Facebook domination. I remember when I made, yeah, because MySpace came after I was working in Dallas a long time ago. And uh, uh, it was right after that. I remember making my MySpace. We continue. Uber, Airbnb, SoundCloud, Netflix, Dropbox, hashtags, SpaceX. Reddit. All these things did not even exist when Tom Brady made his first Super Bowl appearance. How about streaming? Streaming, streaming. didn't exist. That's like our right. world now. People. When did people start like watching the games? Didn't, uh, what's his face? The owner of the Dallas Mavericks kind of created that, didn't he? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. yes. 
streaming sports events? Uh, he was a big part of starting it. In fact, that show I was telling you about, they talk, uh, that's part of the beginning of the internet. One, one of the con men who helped start the internet did it under the auspices of streaming sports. He was trying to claim he could stream sports. He collected a bunch of money. No kidding. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Welcome to the show. Stand by. Choose Your News is on the way. This Fitch happens live. It's the Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Yes, it's what everybody, I mean, everybody's talking about right now, including uh, every form of social media. There is an obscure rule on the books that would give NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell the power to change the outcome of the Rams-Saints game and send New Orleans to the Super Bowl over the entire botched pass interference call. Now, here, it's it's Rule 17, Section 2, Article 1, that says, the commissioner has the sole authority to investigate and take corrective measures if any calamity occurs in an NFL game, which the commissioner deems so extraordinarily unfair or outside the accepted tactics, that such action has a major effect on the result of the game. Basically, what, that, what that's saying is, he could go back and do this, and there are petitions going around everywhere right now. Celebrities are joining, you know, signing these petitions, uh, uh, you know, trying to uh, uh, get in on, on social media as well, saying this is not fair to the Saints. Yeah, it, it's true that it's not fair, but this will never happen. It, yeah, it, it'll never. It, that sounds like kind of a catch-all. That it's sort of like the doomsday switch. Like if some incredibly uh, uh, unrealistic or unreasonable thing happened, he could reverse it, but I don't think this is enough. We've seen blown calls. We've seen blown calls cost major games in the past. Yeah. It's just not going to... And the uproar will happen, and then it'll eventually but if there, die. But if there is a time to to enact this Rule 17, Section 2, Article 1, it is now. This is the Super Bowl we're talking about. If there's ever a time to execute that authority... I mean, isn't isn't now the time? But we've seen entire we've seen the actual Super Bowl go this way, where yeah. fans were one hundred percent convinced that a call robbed a team in the Super Bowl yeah. for the actual championship. Right. This is just the playoffs getting up to the. This is you know the NFC Championship. We're talking about the World Championship of the Super Bowl. We've seen it happen, and nothing, and nothing was nothing done. like a call like this. I, nothing like this. There are calls that were almost as egregious, but I, you know, it, it, it's always going to come down to money. Right. Honestly. Hey, Drew, choose your news. So speaking of money, do you know Tidal? Tidal, T-I-D-A-L, is one of the big streaming services. Didn't Jay-Z make that Tidal music thing? Yeah, and it's owned, it's partially owned by Beyonce and Jay-Z as well as other stars. They they bought into this service. Well, It's a streaming, what, you can buy music from them or yeah, something? Yeah, you can buy music. It, it's uh, I think it's advertised as the only high-def, all-high-def uh, streaming service. Well, they're in trouble. A Norwegian investigative body is investigating Tidal for potentially overinflating growth. Mostly overinflating the download numbers for guess who Beyonce yeah. and Kanye in the specific case, and they're saying they they inflated the numbers by up to tens of millions wow. of downloads. So they could be in a lot of trouble because it's actually the financial and business fraud uh, de- department of Norway's Ooh. government that's investigating them. So this could be a major oh, major hit. Oh for them. man, Norway's going after Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Choose your news. Well, Taylor Swift is kind of venturing out into new things, and I'm not talking about politics like last time. 
She's a self-proclaimed proud cat mom, and now she is playing Bombalarina in the movie musical adaptation of Cats. Oh, I not, was not Rum Tug. No, this is no, the. But this she does the, have a thing for him, and he is going to be played by Jason Derulo, who is also a singer. He's a pop slash R and B singer. This is the Broadway play Cats you're talking about, right? Yeah, but it's going to be yeah. the movie adaptation. It's going to be cool. hit in theaters December twentieth, two thousand nineteen. All right, there you go. Wednesdays, choose your news. It happens live. This is the Fit Show. I don't yell at you. I just speak in all caps. The legendary Fitz happens live. As of a couple of days ago, uh, our website was literally hacked by someone in Russia. It's a true story. Uh, have we have we checked to see how our website is today? I think we're still under. They, they put a stranglehold well, on real us. Quick. Go there real quick. Followfits.com. Followfits.com with a Z. Drew has been working with our IT department to make sure that this is... Uh, but this is quite concerning. We straight up got hacked. Yeah, I wonder. Can we put someone on this, like, officially? Is there a... On the TV shows, there's always these crack teams of oh, yeah, cyber we, experts that will like track your guy down, slide across the hood of the car, pop yeah. up with their gun, you we, know, and kick in the door of an old warehouse. And there's like a an amazing set of computers right in the middle of this huge empty we, space. We have Geek Squad. We can call Geek Squad. They can handle the situation. Yeah, what's those, it? What's it doing? What's it look like, Bethany? Nothing's coming up. What? Still hacked. Yeah. So seriously, our website got hacked. Followfits.com though. Whenever it gets unhacked, that's gonna be good. Um. I wonder how much it's going to cost to get to the to, uh, the big game, the Super Bowl. I, I, I kind of did my own tabulations, and I pulled some numbers. And it's it's a lot more expensive to go to the big game than than you think. First of all, well, if it, let's just say entertainment, that's going to cost you, let's just say, uh, up to two hundred eighty-five dollars. What what does that include? What are you talking about? Entertainment. Well, you know, just going out for a couple of days, doing things at you know at night, leading up to the big game. Okay, and everything you're talking about in the city of Atlanta. Yeah, I'm talking about things that you're going to need leading up, and um, obviously, yeah, I'm talking about certain cash you're going to need to have on hand, as well as your Super Bowl ticket here. Okay, and what this is going to so add up. So it's just like the entire package price, like. Once this you, is my budget. Entertainment, dining, that kind of thing. Yeah, this is. Uh, okay. I've added all this up, and this is how much it's going to cost you to get to the Super Bowl. Getting around town, I estimate a little over a hundred, you know, hundred and ten bucks. Food, about one hundred twenty-five dollars. Lodging. How many people? And for how many this nights? Is for one person. For one, one night. This is one ticket. Yep. No, two nights. Two nights. Lodging. We'll get to the all right. Lodging. I'll say. Let's just say four hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are everything's cranked up for the weekend. Everything's yeah. full, so everything's premium price. They're cranking up absolutely everything. You know they're gonna. But on that, like we know, it's, you talked about getting around town. Uber's going to be surge price the entire weekend all over Atlanta. Oh, maybe we should uh, boost up the getting around town to two hundred dollars then. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just do my calculations. Transportation to Atlanta. Uh, let's just say you're uh, in a suburb or something, right? Mm-hmm. It's about two hundred dollars. Now getting into the game. I estimate $3,500 to $16,000. As of just a couple of nights ago, tickets on the secondary market were going for between $3,800 and $35,000. What exactly is the secondary market? That's like resellers, uh, people selling the tickets on you know, uh, 
Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, but you have to be really careful. Every year they cover this, there are a ton of fakes out there. Right. They People go to great lengths to knock off those tickets. They have little holograms and all this stuff, but people can fake all that stuff now. So my mom. So you could l- literally buy a fake ticket. You could, yeah. I don't know how you check it, but if you were going to spend the money on a secondary market, make sure you have some way of verifying it. You might just be handing some punk your money. I was just going to say that my mom, um, you know, works in Louisiana. She still lives there, and so her boss told her, if the Saints won, he was going to be going with his entire family to the Super Bowl, Whew. and it was going to cost him thirty-five thousand dollars for that. five people to go. Whew. You just ru- ruined my budget. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. he's got the money for that. But S- somewhere between, yeah, like four thousand dollars and twenty thousand dollars is wow. So four K at the absolute low end. That's like you're That's doing it on a budget shoestring. Yeah. Is there anyone listening who's going to the big game? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message right now. Anyone listening who's going to Atlanta? Um, it's this weekend, isn't it? No, next weekend. This is the this is the you know Pro Bowl weekend, oh, yeah. and then it's the next weekend where, on the third. This is where they get to rest, mm-hmm. right? All right, welcome to the show. Stand by. The reality check is next. This is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in just a little bit. From Bethany, the mouth from the South, what's up today? Well, yeah, well. another country engagement, it's over. <gasps> it's been called off. What? Yes. Who could it be? Who could it be? I guess you're going to tell us in just a little bit. <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. The refs missing a crucial pass interference penalty against the Rams. Of course, with the game tied, less than two minutes to go. Head coach Sean Payton now saying the NFL told him the refs, quote, blew the call. Yeah, that's pretty pretty unprecedented for the league to admit uh, that something was so egregiously wrong like that. Now, what does that mean going forward? If, If the NFL said that to Sean Payton, if the if that came from the NFL, that, yes, the refs blew the call. That means if there's any time to uh, uh, enact this, we, we talked about it earlier. Oh, what? Section 5, 40, Article Rule, Rule 17, of- Rule 17, Section 2, Article 1. That's the NFL book, playbook, Bible thing. Yes. Uh, if there's if there's ever a time to do it, Drew, doesn't it have to be right now? This is, this is the Super Bowl. I, I don't think so. I think once the game ended, now if something like that was still in game, uh, if if uh, the commissioner would have blown in a call and said, wait a minute, stop the game right here. While the game was still going, I would right. say you had something. But once the game's over, it's a couple of days later, I think it's, it, you, it's moving they should, the planet to do that now. You're saying they should have done it like before yeah. uh, sudden death or overtime sure, started. Sure, Or even yeah, even seriously. during the overtime, to go stop the game. Anyway, yeah. point is, what does this mean moving forward? Well, now they are considering, the NFL is considering changing the rules on whether or not a pass interference call is reviewable, booth reviewable. Mm-hmm. Even uh, without a flag on the play. Right. Without a call. Well, we don't know. So it, it's up in the air, and this has to be voted on when the team owners meet after the season, and they'll have to get through three quarters of the owners on board in order to change the rule. Now, just so you know, these sort of things have come up in the team owner meetings before, and the group has been staunchly against 
uh, allowing reviews on any what is called a judgment call. So this isn't whether you were over a line or not, because they can review out of bounds. They can review goal lines. Of course, the, every scoring play is reviewed uh, because you're, you're dealing with a clear cut line. This is a judgment call by the ref. Did they or didn't they? In the past, they've said no. Now, maybe the fact that this cost a team the know. Super Bowl could change some of those owners' minds. I think we're going to. I think we're. I don't know. For some reason, I think something's going to happen. Uh, did you see that the uh, there was this owner of a whole bunch of car dealerships in in New Orleans who purchased billboards all along the interstate in Atlanta yeah. that said "Saints got robbed." Saints got NFL robbed. Blew, the ref, the refs blew this. It. But also, I mean, also know this, that it was inside of the two-minute warning, which means there are no coach challenges allowed inside of two-minute warning. So, But you can't challenge if something place, if there's not – you can't and, challenge it if there's – You can't challenge it if there's not a call. You cannot challenge a non-call. You can only challenge a made call. So right. it, Sean Payton wouldn't have had the power to challenge it. What I think the rule may say is that the NFL could challenge the rule So itself. are they going to take it out of this guy's paycheck or what? We don't know. I don't know. This guy might, like, yeah. vanish. He might just go away and never be heard from again, Certainly like, in public there's been eye. some sort of – well, it's not just one guy. It's like two guys who were on that side that could have made that call. Right. Ultimately, I think, you know, it would f- probably fall on it the really, senior referee. It really seems like somebody was paid. It just really <laughs> yeah. seems like that, like right? The- two guys being over there and no one called that? All right. There you go. That is the Wednesday reality check. Every day, Fitch happens. This Fitch rocks. Is the Fitch Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Uh, Let's see what's trending. Lionel Richie's son is trending right now. He was detained at an airport, I believe, in uh, London Mm -hmm. for making some threats, bomb threats, weird stuff like that. And... uh, when Lionel Richie heard about it, he was so upset, he was actually awake all night long. All night long. I thought you were going to go for a, am I the one, is it me you're looking for <laughs> gag, which would have been in or there too. Is it Hello? Yes, yeah. Is it me you're looking for? Yeah, Lionel. All right, now, Bethany, what's going on in the gossip world today? All right, so let's be kind, because I get that some people might not consider this to be a good story, depending on your political affiliation, but Uh let's keep politics out of it, shall we? Okay. Chelsea Clinton is pregnant with her third child. She announced it yesterday on Twitter. She says, Mark and I have loved watching Charlotte be such a wonderful big sister, and we're excited to watch Aiden become a big brother. I didn't even know if I knew Chelsea even had a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah she got three kids now. Well, one in the oven and two, you know, All right. in the world. Yeah. All right, then. Um, she's 38, and her husband is 41. They have a daughter, Charlotte, who's four, and a two-year-old son, Aiden. Charlotte, Aiden, I wonder what the next one's going to be. You never know. Yeah. Something trendy. Those are pretty trendy names. The grandparents are super excited. So Probably something like Eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the bad because this is that big country breakup I was telling you about. Uh-oh, yes. Now, this is someone that you love. You love some Lauren Elena. Yes, I do, She's man. She's got those pipes, man. She can sing. She can sing. Well, she has called off her engagement to her high school boyfriend. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, that poor guy, the oh. one that got away. You almost had it all. You almost had all the money and the <laughs> fame and the, the 
life. It's Plus, the, she's it's pretty the, awesome. It's the temptation in the industry. There was some hot dude somewhere that just yeah. swept Lauren off her little country feet, and she she left her high school boyfriend. Well, Nowhere a high school boy could, could hang on to that. They were yeah. together for six years, so they probably grew a lot together. But, you know, they're so you're it so could, different from rich. high school until <laughs> your mid-20s. I mean, you, you grow so much, oh, yeah. and you do so much. So yeah. It happens Still, I feel bad for this guy. He almost had it all. He almost had the world. <laughs> <laughs> were they cl- yeah that's right they were close to really getting married well, yeah. yeah six years I mean yeah so uh, it seems new like new truck were... for your birthday every year oh lord <laughs> got <that> country music <laughs> money you know it could be like one of those Sweet Home Alabama situations though remember the movie Sweet Home Alabama I do he, he, he's just gonna go back to his house and build wood and Lauren Elena one day is gonna be like oh I love you and she's gonna drop her career and go back to him you know and- well that's not exactly how the movie went <laughs> but okay Okay, well, <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the gossip because I find this absolutely... Well, actually, it explains a lot. It explains a lot. So rumor has it Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, they they drop about fifty to dollars a month on what? what? Child Jewelry. care for their three what? kids. Child care for their three kids. Let me just put that in perspective for you. That's between six hundred thousand dollars and one point two million dollars a year. Okay? I need to go into the. I need to go into the watching kids business. So I just want to say this. <laughs> I just want to say this. Every single time I see that another Kardashian or someone is having a kid, I go on. You know, whenever I happen to see their Instagram post or whatever, and they have those those nails that are like two inches long. Yeah. That is the first. That wow. is the first red flag that you are not a hands-on mom. Because if you <laughs> are, cut, you are going to stab your kid in the eye. Yeah, cutting that baby. There's no way that you can be a hands-on mom with two-inch long nails. It's just not possible. What happened to that little baby's thighs? Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. There's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. This is Why Today Doesn't Suck. Wednesday, January 23rd, 2019. And uh, let's see where we are at today. Uh, look at this. If you're having a birthday, you share it with Tiffany Amber Theason, who is 45 years old today. Mr. Belding follows me on Twitter. That's kind of cool. I had a friend who was. You should be proud. I had a friend who was in LA, uh, LA hanging out, and uh, he saw Mr. Belding in a bar hitting on all the young girls. Like, you say, know who I am? I heard he's oh, kind of kidding. a Yeah, creeper. he's kind of a creep. Hey, it's the me. Guy's like seventy. It's me, Mr. Belding from Bayside High. <laughs> but uh, not too long ago, I saw um, Mario Lopez and, and uh, something Mark Paul Gosselar. But they were together doing something for something. It's, it's just something cool. for something. Yeah, it's cool to see Zach Morris and AC Slater together. Finally right getting now. along. Those guys were, you know, competitors. Oh. It's good to see. Oh, them you mean you mean at, at, at Bayside High they yeah. were competitors? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Oh my God, Richard Dean Anderson is 69 years old today. Do you know who he is? I do. I do. In the back of the room, please. That's MacGyver. MacGyver, 69 today. Nope. Woo. I only know him as MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> Anita Pointer from the Pointer Sisters is 71 years old today, and it was 77 years ago that Earl Tupper bought his first manufacturing plant to introduce the greatest invention of all time. Excuse me, invention of all time. Tupper, Tupperware. I never knew it was named after the guy. Earl Tupper. 
That yeah. is a world changer if you think about it. It is. T- yeah. People, I mean, Tupperware is still huge today, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there, nothing is. I mean, it's not necessarily under the name Tupperware, but I mean, obviously. The idea of the plastic resealable storage yeah. container changed the world. Yeah. Well, uh, did you know what yeah, else? the oceans. Thanks, Tupper. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't throw away Tupperware, so he's not part Some of that. He, he could claim he's out. Well, anyway, let's, here's another world changer. It was on this day in 1983 that the A-Team debuted <laughs> on NBC. Do you know the intro? Mm-hmm. Do it. In 1981, a crack commando team uh, was arrested for a crime they did not commit. Sub- summary court-martial. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, okay. they escaped I you know into it. the L.A. underground where they work today as mercenaries. If you can All find right, them and if you can afford them, you can hire the A-team. Perfect. Close. By the way, Hannibal looks just like my dad. He really does. It's insane, you guys. Green Bray Bob looks just like the gray-headed dude from the A-team. George Papard. <laughs> Uh, it was, wow, look at this. It was on this day in 2005. One of my idols, legendary Tonight Show host Johnny Carson, passed away from complications related to emphysema. Smoker? He was, a, he was a big smoker, and uh, if, if you like, look up his house in Malibu, um, he used to sit in his unbelievable like office, and he would write his monologue for the Tonight Show, and he may just smoke away. There Get are, up in the morning to start smoking. If you watch the old episodes, which they play on TV still late at night, uh, yeah. they used to smoke on the show. They would have a, right there on a the cigarette show? going right there at his desk, and he'd pull drags off it. Right. Yeah. Everyone would be crazy. smoking on the show. Yeah, yeah, everybody would. Just like in airplanes. They used to have cigarettes yeah. just chilling, you know, cigarette ashtray on your in your armrest. You, you can still see, you see some of the ashtrays yeah. and some of the armrests. Still. I know, yeah. Uh, and on this day in 1985, Madonna's Like a Virgin, you guys, went gold. Like a virgin, touched for the very first time. Like a virgin. So, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch Happens Live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. And now, here's and now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Of course, uh, I'm a message away. I am a message away. You could message me your What Are You Kidding Me? stories right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits. That's Facebook.com slash follow fits as I take you out of Canada. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? There is an annual event in Montreal, Quebec, Canada called the Festival of Snow. And the 36th one was uh, just set to happen last weekend, right? But it was canceled. Uh-oh, no snow? It was canceled because of a snowstorm. <laughs> Too much snow. <laughs> That's right. What? The Festival of Snow was canceled because of a snowstorm. Apparently, the organizers want to celebrate snow, but they felt like a, a massive major snowstorm with freezing temperatures was too much snow for the festival to handle. Oh, so they, they wanted warm thing. snow? What, what, this this no, is like canceling wanted- a pie eating contest because you made too many pies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Maine, the prognosticating pastor, a Maine pastor who publicly predicted the final score of last Sunday night's AFC championship game, he says it is not divine intervention, but many people think it is. But he's confident the New England Patriots will win the Super Bowl because last Friday the Reverend Mark Tanner asked his entire congregation to allow him to post a message on the sign outside of uh, Scohegan Federated Church. Here's what the sign read. 
God doesn't have a favorite team, but the pastor does. <laughs> Patriots 37, Chiefs 31. Of course, that was the exact outcome when the Patriots beat the Kansas City Chiefs last Sunday to win another spot in the Super Bowl. They're asking him to predict this now. Obviously, he says, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I, he, he said it's been revealed to him, but he's not going to uh, pass out the final score. It's yeah, because revealed. he's laid his bets and he doesn't want to you know, mess up the odds. He's got a good payout you think going. The, you think the pastor's laying down some bets in <laughs> Possibly. Vegas? Possibly. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Just be real. Welcome, Welcome, Welcome to the Fit Welcome. Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. As always, if you got any good stuff going on in your life, tell me about it. I'm just a message away. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And if you've ever adopted an animal... Pay extra close attention to this story, okay? Because I think it's going to put a smile on your face at the very end. Um, A couple of years ago, employees at a gas station in Mexico noticed a scared, malnourished, stray dog that just kept hanging around the gas station. They decided to adopt him. And uh, this poor animal had been abused, and it was very, very skittish. But they eventually gave him a bath. They got him vaccinated, started feeding him every single day. They named the dog Randy. And ever since then, you know, the dog's been a hit with customers. You know when you walk into a grocery store or a gas station, you see that dog that's just there every single day. You know, you start to love it. Uh, Anyway, um, some of uh, these people even go there to this particular gas station just to see this dog. Everybody loves Randy. He's the mascot. Yeah, he's the the gas station mascot. So um, anyway, one of the employees was working the night shift earlier this month when suddenly two armed robbers showed up and started fighting him. And he was losing pretty bad uh, until the dog, Randy, wakes up. Here's all the commotion outside. They're going at it. And then, boom! Just like that, Randy comes charging in to help. He went after the two robbers. He helped fight them off. So uh, now the gas station attendant is okay. Security camera got every single bit of this on video, too. You, you got to see this little dog just... So cool. Going after their little uh, ankles and stuff. The owner says he's not sure what would have happened if the dog hadn't been there. So it's like, you know, there was a reason, I guess, years ago they adopted this little animal. There's no loyalty like a dog's loyalty. Nobody loves you like an animal. Always there for you. Uh, particularly nobody loves you like a dog, right? Mm-hmm. Can, a, can your cat love you as much as your dog? No. Yes. No. Yes. Cat Do you really think okay. that? Yes. And just like I believe that horses would, can love me just like a dog. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But would a horse help you if you're getting robbed? Yeah. Actually, there have been tons of, of um, like the horses, horses have saved lives. Like really? the horses yeah, you can look up the know stories. exactly what's going on. They recognize danger and they... Absolutely. Wow. Animals are very intuitive. Very intuitive. I'm, and, and they're intuitive. Why? Because they have souls. In my opinion, an, animals have sweet little souls. How could they not? You don't believe animals little have Randy. souls. Look at look at little Randy here. Charging for the rest snipping at the robbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go, folks. And they, Randy got a little medal as well. Oh, uh, and he wears it every day proudly at the gas station. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Woo! It's about to get loud. Now back to the Fit Show. It's happened. Live.
All right, everybody, pull out those phones, snap what you see right now, and send it back to me. I just love to see what's going on, you know, from your eyes. It's great to know you're there. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And I'd, I'd like to ask you a question. Have you ever had a boss ask you to do something that wasn't really related to your job in any way, shape, or form? Yes. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Again, have you ever had your boss ask you to do something that uh, is not related to your job anyway? Who, Bethany, go ahead. Yes, I had just gotten hired like that week, and it was my first job in radio. I had just gotten hired, and he asked me to go pick up his boyfriend <laughs> from his house <laughs> and bring him somewhere. And what am I going to say? Like, I was like... 18. What? No. They say that if your boss asks you to do something that doesn't fit your job description, odds are you'll, you'll probably do it. Sure. Right? Because you don't want to make the situation. Yeah. Uh, well, you want to keep the money. You want to keep yeah. the income coming. What about you? I didn't have any of that. I can't, I I can't think job. of a case that's ever happened to me. Nothing. Not that I can remember. Um, I've had a lot of jobs. but I've, I've had a boss ask me to uh, uh, basically take him somewhere, and then I, I learned that you know, he was picking up drugs. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I'd never forget that one. Remember, Bethany? I, I think I called you. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I think something's happening. <laughs> and I am so very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Boy, that was... That's scary. That's really scary. That's really scary. Did he just need a driver, or did he walk yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this individual, um, well, I should have maybe known that was going to happen, because about a week before that, I'd had a root canal, my, my, and they gave me some Vicodin, mm-hmm. you know, for, for my tooth and my pain. And I had given this individual a ride home, and this individual, my boss, stole my Vicodin. Get out. No. True story. And then a couple weeks later, you're driving him a to pick up A couple weeks later, I'm, I'm driving him, uh, I guess, to his pickup. I, I didn't know it then, but I realized it kind of- As it was happening? As it was happening, as I looked in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Did he ask yeah. you to take him home, and then you were confused when you ended up at the grocery store parking lot? Like, you live in the grocery store parking uh, lot? That's pretty much exactly how it went. <laughs> you live behind the radio shack? <laughs> <laughs> this individual would always ask me to uh, take him to get his check cashed because he wanted yeah. everything in cash. Well, plus he didn't have a bank yeah. account. He just yeah. would oh go to those goodness. check cashing He was places. my boss. It's crazy. Bosses have also asked employees to, let's see, uh, take their grandmother to the doctor. Somebody says, uh, hey, Fitz, my boss asked me to feed the birds in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Feed the birds in my backyard. Somebody says, hey, Fitz, my boss asked me to take his cell phone to get service after he dropped it in the toilet. <gasps> See? Wow. So Gross. I, I don't want to touch his... Anyway. Our boss is not allowed well, to uh, uh, to ask you to do something that has nothing to do with your job description. Maybe it's a difference of if they ask you versus they imply that you have to do this to keep your job. But there's that big case right now in Chicago. One of the uh, station commanders is in trouble because for over a year, he yeah. was making on-duty junior officers drive to his kid's school, pick up the kid, bring him back to the station, and babysit them for up to three hours at a time. The dude was, was making his employees babysit his kids. <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. Uh, somebody says, hey, Fitz, uh, my boss asked me to help organize her high school reunion. <gasps> <laughs> That's a bit much. Fitz happens live. live. The legendary Fitz happens live. Live. All right, fellas, it's Wednesday. We always have a lot of fun on Wednesday. This is kind of when we uh, uh, build up, right, to the we're, – we're, we're building up to the climax, right, mm-hmm. of, of, this, of this week's story. 
Yeah, exactly. We're cresting the hill <laughs> of this week. We are cresting. I love it. I just wait for Wednesday to hear Drew say that we're cresting. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> we're crest. Today's the day that we are cresting. Well, it is very easy to make you happy today. I'm well, you know what? We just, uh, you know, we just had the super moon. We just had the blood moon. And that was a wolf moon. Super blood. Super blood wolf moon. New moon. Red, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Have you ever seen the wolf cry on the super blood red wolf moon? And then hear the horses as they play. Have you ever heard the wolf sing on the mountain? Can you see? Can you see with all the colors of the wind? Thank you, Michael yeah. McDonald. So- <laughs> oh, yeah. What's some of the Michael McDonald? Give me another Michael McDonald song. Give me a. Come on, Drew. Oh. This is it. Yep. This is who you are. This is it. Oh my God, that's good. Yeah, all the early Doobie Brothers. Oh yeah, Michael McDonald. Well, enough of that. You know what today is? Something else we do on Wednesdays. Binge break. Binge break. Tell, tell us what, what you're watching. Binge break. Yeah, tell us what you're watching right now. Uh, it could be what you're watching anywhere. What you're binging, Bethany? Since I binge watch what you watch, what you got for us today? Well, I'm still watching The Last Kingdom on Netflix. It's kind of like I'm preparing for Game of Thrones right. in April. Again, I'd um, like to say that with The Last Kingdom, it is a perfect filler for all of you Game of Thrones fans. It is, it's going to get you amped up. It's yeah. really good. Lots of battles. Violence. You know, there's Danes, which are like the it's Vikings, great. you know, and then there's, there's Danes. The, the Saxons, you know, and they're, yes. and they're battling over over uh, provinces. It's, how much are you guys getting paid? Because you've been pumping this show for three straight weeks. Well, we're getting I'm just paid saying- absolutely nothing. But here's something I will tell you: it is the story of the, the the true story in history of England. It is interesting. Yeah, with I some do love like that. In there I do want to see a, it. A, a cute guy, and so so the ladies yes. like it. The guys, I am like Uthred, son of Uthred. <laughs> Okay, no one knows. That's the guy she's talking about. My, my wife loves Uhtred, by the way. If you watch the show, The Last Kingdom, she loves Uhtred. You keep telling me that, but you bring up his name pretty much every single day, so I'm not I, sure you don't love him. I am also in love with Uhtred. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, as long as you can admit that, we can move forward. <laughs> okay, so I'm watching that one. I'm, I'm in season three. I'm almost done because okay. they only have three seasons. So the new one I started watching is on Amazon Video, and it's called Sneaky Pete. Yes, it's interesting. It's pretty good. It's about a con guy, a con man who's in jail, and he finds out that a gangster is after him as he's about to be released. Okay. So as he gets out, he ta- he assumes the life of his cellmate that he was in jail with. And, and the cellmate has not seen his family for like 20 years, so he shows up and pretends that he's this guy, and uh, he gets in a whole lot of trouble. All right, Drew, real quick, give us your binge brag. You got one? I know yeah. Bethany took all the time today. Yeah. I like cut. Uh, I've been watching Cheers. Sorry, Drew, that's all the there time we go. got. <laughs> No, Cheers. No Believe kidding. it or not, Cheers, the whole series available the on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's amazing how well it holds up. This came out in the 82, and it's still awesome. You guys, the writing from Cheers. I mean, you want to have some LOL moments. It's a great idea. Watch Cheers. Yes. Yeah. Episode one is over 30 years old, and it's still amazing. It yeah. holds up perfectly. Uh, Drew actually goes to the nursing home to watch it with the rest of the <laughs> residents. <laughs> This is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. Hey, where and how are you listening right now? Let us know. Snap what you see and send it back to me. Facebook.com slash follow fits. That's 
Facebook.com slash follow fit. Uh, I, w- I was very interested to learn just a couple of minutes ago, CBS turned down a Super Bowl ad for medical marijuana. Apparently there were uh, several marijuana people and medical marijuana people that wanted to spend some big dollars during the Super Bowl, and they said no. thought that wow. was interesting. Well, federally, it is still yeah. illegal. So there are several states that have made both medical right. and recreational legal, but federally, no. Have any idea the rate that they're charging for uh, the big game this year? What are they for? For like a thirty-second Super Bowl ad, I wonder. Millions and millions of dollars. I don't know. It, it's been in the millions for decades already. I wonder how they're going to be this year. Well, a lot of people were watching it for those. No doubt. No doubt. Do you remember the winner from last year? Like, how big do these commercials really stand out in our memory? I mean, I, see, I don't I remember don't. the commercials. I just remember if I was. Happy with them or or disappointed with them, and I feel like last year I was disappointed. I think last year was a lot of social commentary commercials rather than just those great comedy, great impact commercials. It was more like <gasps> we at GM like yeah. to Bethany, we're on your team. Like one of my yeah. favorites, favorite ones that, I, and it wasn't. I think they replayed it last year. They've replayed it for a few years. Is the one about the farmers? And the horse? The, no. The horse is kicking the field goes, the Clydesdales no, thing? No, no, no. This is all about, we are. It's all about farmers and how, like, farm. And it's all about farming and oh, how and you that, should support your farmers and all that kind of stuff. And there was the Paul Harvey voice that came yes, on, right? Remember yes. that? That's what mm-hmm. I do Read remember that. Yeah. that A lot of farmers walking in their field, you know, feeling the dirt and all that kind of Those yeah, shots. Those are great, but I want to see, like, a really fun, funny Budweiser I like the emotion, I know, I like too. I like the feel-good ones. I like the feel-good stuff. I mean, I, I like, yeah. You just want a good entertaining commercial is what we want for the big game. But you know when it all changed? Janet changed everything. Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake during uh, NIPP LE Gate. Mm-hmm. Whenever that happened, that cha- not only did it change commercials during the Super Bowl, it changed television. It, it, it changed, changed radio, it, television, it, everything. It especially changed radio. We couldn't do any promo- We couldn't do anything after that, you guys. Yeah, the FCC Nothing. went on a rampage after that to shut down. Any- they were suddenly empowered to shut down anything that they decided was even slightly There's a, ri- a risk or a anything risk like that. of offense. Yeah, you just had to spell it. That should say something. I just had to spell N I P P L E. Yeah, you can't even. Yeah, say whoa, whoa, whoa! You're way over the limit now. That's two spellings. You can't even do that. Do you know that years ago I, I actually had a program director say to me, uh, "Hey, listen, can you kind of stop the amount of times that you say that on the on the show? <laughs> I mean, do you really have to say nipple that many times during a show? <laughs> oh boy, you're burying us here. <laughs> Three. You know, oh, oh, big deal though. I'm just kidding. I mean, it really. Janet is. Jackson I mean, ruined that. Like cats have them, dogs have them. Like, yes. It's really- so like, the guys, last time yeah, I checked. I mean, it's like well, Drew walk doesn't. around without your shirt on for a guy, but... <laughs> it's a medical condition. I told you not to tell anybody. <laughs> Drew actually had his removed. <laughs> to a C cup, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Just something to uh, something to look for. I, I hope we're going to see some commercials taking some risk and stuff this year. Having mm-hmm. some fun. Yeah. Shocking be fun us. again. I want to see shock and awe, man, during the Super Bowl. Shock it all. That's your dad right there. Fits happens. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. The TSA now says we're entering uncharted territory, that the closer we get to rent and mortgage payments due on February 1st, the more workers they expect to call in sick. 
I think he meant uncharted territory, but it's true. And before anyone complains about we've, we're talking about this too much, this is one of the most visible ways that we, the regular citizens, can experience this shutdown uh, in a negative way, which is the, those TSA screeners yeah, yeah. who keep us safe while we're flying are kind of that front line of defense. And, and they haven't been paid work. for over a month now. Yeah. And like like he said, that we're, we're approaching their first bills due for February. So again, after right a month now, of not being paid. And, and right now, it's it's probably between food and gas to even get to work. Child care, yeah. all that so stuff. So this is the biggest government shutdown in the history of our nation. Is that right? Oh, we're way over. 21 days okay. was tying the record, and we're at a, a full month now. So because of this, the amount of people who are out of work with the shutdown... Uh, do you also think that we're, uh, you know, civilians are going to see the effects? I mean, obviously. Well, definitely. We are yeah. seeing them. Like, we're seeing them at the airport. We're seeing them at several government agencies. There are a lot of those government agencies seem uh, to work a little bit behind the scenes. You don't notice them because they're just quietly working away. But when they are, their absence is noticeable, and we're seeing it like food inspectors and health inspectors and safety inspectors, yeah. uh, federal highway traffic uh, inspectors, when, when there's big accidents, we're worried about bridges and roads. People about- who work at presidential libraries even, mm-hmm. right? Who, uh, historians who who do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we found out that the uh, Coast Guard now joined the ranks because they are under the Department of Homeland Security. What about like Medicaid and Medicare and stuff like that? Like I have a friend that was on Facebook today and she said that she had just gotten a notice that said that her she had to reapply for Medicaid and whenever she tried to, she can't get yeah. through. Right, of because those, those offices, stuff those public assistance offices are operating either, they're either closed or operating right. on skeleton crews right now, which means people can't receive even basic needs, sometimes, yeah. you know, food and, and She's Medicaid. She's got a baby. Yeah. yeah. So uh, something we have kind of laid off on this show is the Oscars. And I do want to talk one story from the Oscar nominations that were announced, which is Black Panther. It is a it basically breaking down the wall, settling, uh, setting a record. It's the first time a superhero movie has ever been nominated for Best Picture Award. And that's a big deal. Uh, you know, typically. Is it a great movie? I don't think it's that good, but it's a good movie, what, what, and it I mean, certainly it was fantastic in the box office. It did a billion dollars worldwide. Okay, which well, if it had that much itself. success, I mean, yeah. my gosh, a I don't think it's dollar. the best Marvel movie, but it's a good movie. It's just amazing to see a superhero movie. Those are almost always snubs. Superhero movies and comedies typically don't make the cut. You know, they're looking yeah, for very like serious, the artsy, with wolves that in the kind of shape thing. of water. Mm-hmm. Well, who is uh, the best picture competing against? I mean, who, uh, uh, Bradley Cooper's movie, the one with Lady Gaga. Star is born. I don't think Star is born is in there but Vice is in there uh, Roma is in there uh, no idea and uh, that Glenn Close movie is in there as well the one okay. that she won best oh you know she's gonna get it okay yeah. well there you go she gets the Oscar <laughs> of course she's gonna get it well we're talking know. about best picture right now yeah, oh, this is best, best picture actress. this is not best actress okay. although she did get the best actress not on the Oscars mm-hmm. well thank you for that you got time for one more Drew. one more story yeah. uh, well guess what <laughs> Americans drank less alcohol in 2018 than any recorded what? year before Particularly beer. I would the think that beer we'd be numbers are it. down. You you would think so, but this <laughs> is coming. Fake news. Fake <laughs> yeah. news. Maybe we switched to hard liquor. <laughs> well, all all the numbers are down, but they're down the largest category in beer. I think second was wine. So I, people are scaling back. Could it back. be that uh, that uh, legalization going on? Ooh, there's an the alternate. Country? Yeah. Could all be. right, mm-hmm. there you go, you guys. That is the Wednesday reality check. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is the Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, this is another uh, situation involving, you know, people with keyboard courage you know, who, who troll celebrities on social media. Somebody sent Carly Pierce photos of her on stage that focused on her uh, 
on, on a stomach bump, basically. Like a little bit, little itty bitty. It looked like a well, little belly pooch. A, a belly pooch. I think that's what you should call it, a belly pooch. And a bunch of people were suggesting that she's pregnant and implied that her stomach should be a whole lot flatter since she apparently runs 10 miles a day. And Carly shared the post online and said, body shaming and bullying are never okay. And posted the photos again. And I think it was just, who cares if it was a little pooch, all right? Well, Don't most off, women have a, a sex, yes, most sexy little pooch? Have a little, it's just a natural oh. part of, of a woman's anatomy that they have that little... Well, um, po- pooch. It's just this natural little sw- little slope. Well, Drew's right girlfriend there. is a fitness model, and she she doesn't have one. Well, hold on now. No, yes, she does. It's yeah. just that hers she doesn't have you know a whole lot of fat on top of it. But but <laughs> even even those models who are like you, you see them all over Instagram in that perfect pose when that same girl sits down. Yeah, she's got a pooch. It, it's it's called your skin, and it has to move around. Yeah. And like and we all natural. have it. Everyone has it, no matter what. Yeah, that girl that's taken that you're seeing on, on Instagram has probably taken that shot forty times and sticking her and right. She's sticking her hip out, right? Yeah, she right. can't breathe. She's yeah. holding it. She's holding in her stomach. She's holding up her butt in right. one spot. She's holding her arms and her shoulders are a certain way. Yeah. to make the angle right. I mean, it's just everything. And, and think of a singer like Carly Pierce. So the guy took it from a stage performance, right? You're belting. You're breathing. You're you're pushing out. You're yeah. using your, all your your torso oh. muscles to like really yeah, you're sing pushing. it. Like you're not worried about sucking it in and pulling it up tight and stretching it out and holding your arms back or whatever. Anyway, it's just crazy that people focus on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I she's really got enjoy- more money than you, troll, and she's I- doing well and she's successful and probably happy. I enjoy celebrities who who you know are very open about hey not being perfect at all. You know, those are the people that I think we all really connect with. All right, Brittany Aldine has posted a photo of her big, 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 big baby bump. This thing looks like a missile is about to pop out. <laughs> I mean, it's about to pop. Oh, that's a that's a king size watermelon right there. Any day, little navy. She's at thirty seven weeks right now. So how how three, long does she have? Three weeks out, about forty weeks, right? Yeah, but I mean, she's getting close. I mean, anywhere from now to then, she could give birth. Okay, I mean, so like, tell me now. what she's feeling right now at thirty seven weeks. Is what is she feeling? feeling? Like she's gonna pop. Like she is feeling right now. Right now, you're at the point of I'm so uncomfortable. Just get it out. Yeah, I mean seriously. Usually at around thir- thirty-seven weeks, Even, yeah, you're, you're already you're having trouble breathing. You're I mean, saying the baby's it's not late. fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of women love that. They they enjoy it. But usually, even the ones that love being pregnant at around thirty-seven weeks, that baby's so big in your body. Yeah, you just ready. Imagine it's rearranging your organs. You're like little you're babies. Ready. Little babies been in there with, you know, li- uh, uh, living in a tropical environment for nine months, mm. free rent, right? There's like Ugh. a hot tub in there. The whole thing's a hot tub. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Not a bad environment for the for the kiddo. Okay, let's wrap it up with this. Maddie and Tay did this really cool acoustic version of Friends Don't. Uh, check this out. See if you like it. Friends don't call you in the middle of the night. Couldn't even tell you why. They just felt like saying hi. Friends don't stand around Oh, my little country sisters, Maddie and Tay. Check it out. You can get that on YouTube right now. Uh, there you go. We just took you straight out of country. You're listening to The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. I'm an American soldier. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. 
I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Wednesday's Freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And war is hell. This is sentiment that has been around for centuries because it's true. And this idea is why all the men and women who prepare to face that hell and the ones who do face that hell deserve our utmost respect and honor. Today we are honoring an American who faced his hell in Vietnam and lived to tell the story. Today we're saluting David L. Munsey of the United States Army. David arrived in Vietnam on December 7th, 1967. And this was near the peak of the violence in the war and a very dangerous time to be in the country. And David was shot by an enemy sniper while on patrol just one month after arriving. When he was transported to the field hospital for treatment, it was attacked and nearly destroyed the very next day. David was hit by shrapnel in the face and in the forehead in the attack, but he survived. He received two Purple Hearts for his injuries. And listen to this. This kind of puts everything in perspective. He was just 18 years old at the time. I mean, he could have been... Think about that. December of 67. Yeah. He was probably fresh out of high school. Probably just graduated a few months before that. An 18-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. Put yourself back there at 18. It's a lot of responsibility. Uh, And this salute was actually sent to me by David's brother, Ronald Munsey, who says his brother is a very proud veteran and uh, is still involved in the military community. Just recently, the two of them traveled to West Tennessee for services to honor unclaimed veterans' remains. And this salute is also a happy birthday because Ronald also tells me that his brother David L. Munsey of the United States Army is turning 70 years old on February 3rd. Happy birthday. uh, Yeah. There you go, my friend. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. Saluting David L. Munsey of the United States Army. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I am proud to serve as your What Are You Kidding Me? Anchorman. If you allow me to begin with a story out of Sacramento, a little bag full of goodies. There was a guy who was just caught with suspicious luggage. Yes, he was caught with 43 pounds of marijuana in his luggage, flying from Sacramento to Austin last Thursday. Good news is he was under the airline's 50-pound limit. So (laughs) So he didn't have to pay a fee. Yeah, so he did avoid the extra baggage fee. But uh, the dude's looking up to 10 years in prison 
Is it because of the amount he was trying to sneak? Tell me. Well, surely, and transporting across state lines, but I think he's probably lucky he got caught in California and not in Texas. Wow. Mm-hmm. If he landed and then got caught, he'd be in a lot That's more like, trouble. Yeah, he'd be serving life, or he'd, be probably getting <laughs> yeah. the, he'd probably be getting the penalty in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, what do they do with all, be, all right, so 43 pounds of it, do they just... Goes to the evidence locker. Evidence locker, really? Yeah. Does it really go in an evidence locker? In Where's California? It really go? Mm, I don't know. Where does, it, where does it really, I mean, come on, what do they do with the stuff? Well, eventually they destroy it. They put it in a big furnace, they say. They put it in a big I furnace, do not believe and it. they have a bunch of... Masks around that are hooked to the furnace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put it in a big furnace and they yeah. have a heck of a party. And, yeah. they, and they crank up some Bob Marley. Right? <laughs> hey! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Hey, look what we found today, folks. About let's make thing. sure we get rid of this stuff. Hey, let's bust some more people later. <laughs> hey, somebody pass me the Doritos. All right, page two. What are you kidding me? I'm gonna take you right now out of Russia, tipping for the stripping. After being refused a loan at a bank in Kazan, Russia, a young woman tried to convince the bank manager to approve the loan by stripping in front of him. I repeat, she was stripping in front of him. Did it work? It's all on surveillance video. Uh, um, Again, what do they do with the video? (laughs) They keep it. After having her application denied, the young woman stands up and starts dancing and removing items for the uh, loan officer. She appears to say something to the uh, uh, to the embarrassed bank employee who keeps his cool and shakes his head. And then she continues to take off more stuff in there. And then, of course, she was escorted out by security. I mean, do you give her props for trying to get that to get that loan? Whatever it takes. Yeah, and then that guy went running out the back door to try to meet her in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. and get her number. <laughs> he, he did the, like, point to his lips and point to the camera. <laughs> meet me outside in 10 minutes. I'm sorry, miss. We cannot uh, uh, prove your loan. It uh, appears you are wearing too much clothes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. And now, this is the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Uh, let's see what's trending. Lionel Richie's son is trending right now. He was detained at an airport, I believe, in uh, London mm-hmm. for making some threats, bomb threats, weird stuff like that. And uh, when Lionel Richie heard about it, he was so upset, he was actually awake all night long. I thought you were going to go for a, am I the one, is it me you're looking for <laughs> gag, which would have been in or there too. Hello? Yes, yeah. Is it me you're looking for? Yeah, Lionel. All right, now, Bethany, what's going on in the gossip world today? All right, so yeah. let's be kind because I get that some people might not consider this to be a good story, depending on your political affiliation, but Uh-oh. let's keep politics out of it, shall we? Okay. Chelsea Clinton is pregnant with her third child. She announced it yesterday on Twitter. She says, Mark and I have loved watching Charlotte be such a wonderful big sister, and we're excited to watch Aiden become a big brother. I didn't even know if I knew Chelsea even had a kid. Yeah. Yeah, She's got three kids now. Well, one in the oven and two, you know, in the world. All right, then. Um, She's 38, and her husband is 41. They have a daughter, Charlotte, who's four, and a two-year-old son, Aiden. 
Charlotte, Aiden, I wonder what the next one's going to be. You never know. Yeah. Something trendy. Those are pretty trendy names. The grandparents are super excited. So Probably something like Eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the bad because this is that big country breakup I was telling you about. Uh-oh, yes. Now, this is someone that you love. You love some Lauren Elena. Yes, I do, She's man. She's got those pipes, man. She can sing. She can sing. Well, she has called off her engagement to her high school boyfriend. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, that poor guy, the oh. one that got away. You almost had it all. You almost had all the money and the fame and the, the life. It's Plus, the, she's it's pretty the, awesome. It's the temptation and the industry. And there was some hot dude somewhere that just yeah. swept Lauren off her little country feet, and she, she left her high school boyfriend. Well, Nowhere high school boy could could hang on to that. They were yeah. together for six years, so they probably grew a lot together. But, you know, they're so, you're it so could, different from rich. high school until <laughs> your mid-20s. I mean, you, you grow so much oh, yeah. and you do so much. So yeah. It happens Still, I feel bad for this guy. He almost had it all. He almost had the world. <laughs> <laughs> were they cl- yeah that's right they were close to really getting married well, yeah. yeah six years I mean yeah so uh, it seems like new truck were... for your birthday every year oh lord <laughs> got <that> country music <laughs> money you know it could be like one of those Sweet Home Alabama situations though remember the movie Sweet Home Alabama I do he, he, he's just gonna go back to his house and build wood and Lauren Elena one day is gonna be like oh I love you and she's gonna drop her career and go back to him you know and- well that's not exactly how the movie went <laughs> but okay Okay, well, <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the gossip because I find this absolutely... Well, actually, it explains a lot. It explains a lot. So rumor has it Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, they they drop about fifty to dollars to $100,000 a month on what? what? Child Jewelry. care for their what? three kids. Child care for their three kids. Let me just put that in perspective for you. That's between six hundred thousand dollars and one point two million dollars a year. Okay? I need to go into the. I need to go into the watching kids business. So I just want to say this. <laughs> I just want to say this. Every single time I see that another Kardashian or someone is having a kid, I go on. You know, whenever I happen to see their Instagram post or whatever, and they have those those nails that are like two inches long. Yeah. That is the first. That wow. is the first red flag that you are not a hands-on mom. Because if you <laughs> are, not, you are going to stab your kid in the eye. Yeah, cutting that baby. There's no way that you can be a hands-on mom with two-inch long nails. It's yeah. just not possible. What happened to that little baby's thighs? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. There's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz happens. Live. This is the Fitz Show. Too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. All right, fellas. Attention all fellas right now. Ladies too. Pay attention now. We're about to tell you how to look sexy. That's right. Hey, let me get my notepad. I'm going to provide some ways for men to look sexier. I'm going to be taking notes as well, okay? Mm-hmm. But I've just discovered this information. This is information that could really change everything. For example, one way that uh, uh, guys could look sexier, remove excess body hair, right? Especially on the chest and the abdomen. Excess body hair? I think that's debatable. Some women don't like uh, the the fresh young man look. I would have to say, though, that How do you know what women most like, women, though, don't like an overgrowth. I would yeah. say that you a trim is okay. nice. I mean, even if you do have some hair, that's okay. But, I mean, you know, like trim it, you know, keep it contained. Okay. Okay. We're talking about ways for men to look sexier. Only on chest and abdomen. Not, I'm not talking about if it's on your back now. If it's on your back, you got to wax it. That's right. Go to laser hair removal. Come on now. <laughs> well, come on. You've just insulted the uh, people in our audience who have hairy backs. All I said was that I if they want to okay be sexy, okay. if they want to be sexy, if that's what they're concerned with, 
then they might want to go and get it waxed or laser hair removal. Something else you could do to look sexier, um, wear shoes with half-inch heels to look taller. Women prefer men who are tall, I guess. Yeah, that's all for the short guys. Where do you get the, I mean, really, can guys really buy shoes with heels? In the back know. of Popular Science Magazine, for the Ask Tom forever, Cruise. there were those pictures of the shoes that says, makes you almost three inches taller, and it just looked like a regular pair of loafers. They have, like, lifts inside mm-hmm. of them or mm-hmm. something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stand up straight, then, uh, uh, it suggests, like having good posture. Mm. Standing up straight, appearing confident. Ah! Right? Mm-hmm. Do ladies like that, Bethany? Somebody sure. who has good posture? Oh, yeah. yeah. Think about a sloucher, just someone who's just like really slouched out. You just, you just look sloppy. Yeah, but if a guy walks in somewhere, do you really say, hey, look at that gentleman's posture? No, but I think you can definitely sort of tell the difference when, when someone walks in with good posture and confidence as opposed to slouching and mm-hmm. just kind of like eh, no looking ambition. at the ground. The surfer look. It's whatever, man. That's a. I mean, that, it, but for guys, it's so convenient just to wake up and go, you know. Oh yeah, like it's not for women. <laughs> I mean, it would be it would be convenient for us too. We just so society says we can't. We're talking about ways for men to look sexier. Create a more prominent masculine jaw with facial hair. You can grow a beard to cover a small chin <laughs> or add volume to a small face. Oh, my God, Drew, it really says that. Grow a beard to cover a small chin. Yeah, but I will never it. forget. I will never forget the day that Drew, like, shaved his beard, remember? And you came in, and we were all in panic, and we were all like, grow it back. Oh, the my God, is, grow I it did, back. I didn't grow a beard to cover a small chin. I didn't even know I didn't have a chin oh, you until didn't have, I trimmed a beard. And then suddenly the cr- it was exposed. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it's more. It's less of a case that I don't have a chin, and more of the case my face sort of filled out around my chin. <laughs> I was about to say maybe, maybe you've had the beard for so long, you just didn't know the chin was disappearing. Yeah, that's the case. I almost, like, I almost sent you home for the day. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't focus on work. It's true. He was really freaked out. All right, welcome to the show. Fitz happens. Welcome to Wednesday. Let me present FIT with a Z, y'all. This is the Fit Show. Damn, kicking it happens live. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. What have we learned today for Wednesday, January 23rd, 2019? And I learned during the What Are You Kidding Me stories that there is a pastor in Maine who publicly predicted the final score of Sunday night's AFC Championship game. He's saying, listen, it wasn't uh, it wasn't divine intervention, but a lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, it was definitely divine intervention, and people are begging him to predict you know, the Super Bowl. He said he's got numbers. Numbers were delivered to him, but he's not going to give well, them out. Well, then that's what I don't understand, because he says it wasn't divine intervention, but then oh, he but says the numbers were revealed mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. So which one is it? Well... Don't worry about it. I know a bookie in Reno that must have the same hotline to the big man. Yeah. She got it right, too. No kidding. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that people's bosses can ask them to do some pretty crazy things outside of their job description, including the two of you, Bethany and Fitz, have both had bosses make them you know, pick things up and go run errands for them and Crazy stuff. Yep. Sometimes pick you just, people up. Sometimes you just try to go above and beyond, though. Really when you're wanted an employee. that job. Really wanted that gig. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Bethany, what about you? What have we learned from today's show? Well, I learned during the Fitz Files that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West reportedly drop fifty to $100,000 a month on child care for their three kids and... Who's watching them? Prince William? They're yeah. having another one. <laughs> Did you just hear that? They're having another one. So that, that money is going to go up. 
They have another kid. Be a, yeah. be a surrogate, right? Yeah, be a surrogate. They have another, and it's going to be a boy because they had they had a boy embryo left. So. Um, how much is it? Can you make you know obviously to be a surrogate? What, uh, what do they charge for that? I like mean, twenty thousand. Well, I would say it starts at around twenty to twenty-five and goes up from there. I'm more interested in being the babysitter. It sounds like that starts at fifty and goes up from there a month. Yeah, no kidding. Although you know, I, can guys have babies now? I think we can. I think we could carry them now. They've done it somewhere. I don't think they have. You know, I charge thirty thousand dollars to carry your baby right now. <laughs> I'm telling you what, growing a human inside of you is hard work. Trust me, it is not as easy as you think. It's just like, you know, slapping on a backpack and going for (laughs) nine months. It's tough. Everybody have a great day. Let's get ready for the Thursday show, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.